To honor the arrival of our foreign friends and enemies, Channel 6 is sponsoring a contest to find a Springfield Olympic mascot. The winner will join such other memorable mascots, such as the Atlanta What's It and the Montreal Vampire. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Okay, so... How do you you feel about that, Greg? (laughs) So, I think that was a great choice for your quote. Uh, The the Atlanta What's-It? Yeah. And the Montreal Montreal Vampire. Yeah. Um, Which I think is a cool mascot. (laughs) I think that is a cool mascot, if it were real. Yeah, I wish it was. Yeah. Well, you know, there there was a funny bit, actually. I don't know if you ever remember reading Eric Wilson novels back in the day, but Eric Wilson actually had a book called The Vampires of Montreal. And really? so maybe that's maybe a throwback a, to maybe that. Maybe it's a reference. Eric Wilson, I don't even know that name. So He wrote mysteries. He wrote sort of like Hardy Boys mystery books, but they uh, were a brother and sister. Oh, like, so oh. lamer. Yeah. <laughs> and they were always and they were Canadian <laughs> mysteries. I, so I prefer like, my mysteries to be with two boys. <laughs> I don't want a boy and a dumb girl. <laughs> if there's a girl, you better be able to kiss her. <laughs> Oh, and we're off on a really good start. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through ten. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we are talking about just a real banger of an episode yeah. today. Uh, if by banger you mean like, uh, like when you bang, when, when you when you like shoot a gun and it bangs into something and it makes it bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long walk. I'm sorry. I, it was a long walk for uh, for I don't know much of a payoff, but that's kind of what this episode is. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Bad was... episode. Uh, we all agree. So we're going to talk about anything else. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think the I think the we might all have we might have similar takes, but I just think there are so many things about this episode that make it bad mm. that it becomes kind of interesting in its badness. Sure. In <laughs> in that way. Hence why it's uh I guarantee going to be more fun in this hour to talk about it than it was to watch it. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I had five seconds of fun. Okay. Five seconds. And it was and my favorite guess, joke. It was Children, children, <laughs> future, future. Good lord, <laughs> they really ran out of juice at this point, haven't oh, they? They've yeah. like the the really the the rose is off the bloom. Oh yeah, right? it's happening. It's happening. Uh, before we dive too deep into the episode, though, Greg, have you been? Um, well, it's been an interesting time because at Heritage Park, where I'm working this summer and fall, I've actually we've actually gotten our start date where i can actually do Do my real job (laughs) you know instead of just sitting around playing chess all day which by the way not so bad sounds pretty good yeah um so we actually have a start date and it's june 14th where i can actually start doing the stuff that i've been rehearsing well wait a minute greg Mm. that's in 10 days that's in 10 days (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) it is in 10 days and i'm i'm excited about it i'm that's great yeah, that's how Good I've been. Hear. Yeah, how you been? Uh, six out of ten. Six. Okay, so yeah. so here's what I've decided. That's, that's for real talk, better than usual. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> partly due to uh, uh, nice weather. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, just the the general kind of vibe of things are. I I think I've mentioned this maybe on our Patreon. Um, 
things are just like on the trajectory yeah to feel uh you know i put it in quotes all the time now normalcy mm. um but you know we ha- we have our uh plan <laughs> the province has its planned reopen stuff which barring anything going horribly wrong sounds good to me uh, and uh, I can. And what book. is the Seinfeld thing? Do uh, any unforeseen circumstance is that? What they, <laughs> barring any un, yeah. un, some unforeseen circumstance, <laughs> right? Um, and we also have our uh, announcement of being able to book our second doses by the end of the month. That's right. Um, for well, for myself at Damn. least, because I got my first dose in May, so that's June twenty eighth. I can book my second dose. June fourteenth for me, baby. There you go. Yeah. So, so like all that stuff has coupled with uh, this, you know, like I said, the nice weather and just kind of a, a, a better feeling than in the in the winter, which yeah. is always the case. Seasonal depression is real. Um, sure is. And but what I've yeah what I've kind of decided recently is because all throughout this whole year people have been, you know always ask how are you how have you been doing? It's a segment and on our show. <laughs> it's exactly. But <laughs> you know the impulse is always to say I'm okay. Right. I'm fine because like yes things are like I don't love the world right now <laughs> you know for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things I'm doing okay. And rather than like have that just very basic, you know, okay, fine, getting by, I decided I'm going to start rating how I'm doing out of 10. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that's more interesting. <laughs> so right now, I'm at a six. Okay. Not too bad. All right. Not too bad. We'll, um, we'll definitely check in yeah. every week. That's right. That's right. We'll going see, forward we'll for see the next changes. three episodes. Funny <laughs> <laughs> of just like... Every single time, six out of ten. Six out of ten, <laughs> just baseline. Yeah, hold um, the line. Yeah, but uh, I will say I've uh, been playing a game recently that I just wanted to share real quick. Um, it's called Disco Elysium. And yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, oh, <laughs> but it's like it's one of these <laughs> games that I. So it was originally on PC, and I actually wanted to get it for PC, but I'm not really a PC gamer these days. Uh, mostly because I'm just way more comfortable playing on PS4. Yeah. I sit on my couch and I get really lazy and low and and the it's and the just controller nice. just controller fits in your just hands. hangs out in my hand. You don't have to move it. I don't have to mm-hmm. clickety clack on a keyboard. Yeah. Um, it's just there. <laughs> so so I was waiting for it to be ported to PS4 before I got it, and you know it's still. I I also usually wait until it's on sale, until the game's on sale before I buy it because money is hard to get. Yeah. Um. But I just kind of bit the bullet. I was like, you know what? I'm buying this game for PS4. I think it's a game I'll enjoy. And uh, it was partly what I expected and partly nothing at all what I expected. Because mm. it's it's essentially a detective mystery game. It's a point-and-click adventure is the best way to describe it. Because it's, uh, you know, you walk around a world and you click on things and you try and solve puzzles and stuff like that. But the main thrust of the game is, like, the dialogue. So, like, you, you go through dialogue stuff and... Your skills, because it's got some light RPG elements, but your skills are all like aspects of your psyche in a way. So there's like intel, there's like in the intelligence slot, there's empathy, encyclopedia, uh, c- uh, conceptualization, um, artistic. Like there's things like that, and then like you know in your body, there's like reaction time and hand-eye coordination and mm. uh, things like that. And so where you put your skills will determine what happens in the dialogue tree. So if like you have a high uh, encyclopedia, for example, which is what my character has because I chose the build that was basically uh, a smart guy 
but not very strong. <laughs> right. And I'm like, hey, that's like me. Uh, so, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I play for escapism. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny you say that because that's a lot of the dialogue stuff. I'm like, I, I'm always choosing what I, as Alan, would would say. <laughs> yeah. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, it'd be more interesting if I made my character like a. a fucking asshole like mm. you know but i'm always like i don't want to say that that's so mean <laughs> and so i choose something nice <laughs> yeah. uh but anyway it's just interesting because yeah you'll be like talking to a character and then suddenly your brain will talk to you in the dialogue and be like oh what this person uh, like i was saying if you have encyclopedia it just means like knowing a lot of facts about the world so like mm. oh what this person means is this was the war of blah 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 and so like it, it gives you history as you're talking to people and oh, then sometimes cool. things will happen where it'll be like uh, you'll be talking to someone, and uh, like a, like you're you're a male character. You're talking to a woman or something, and they say something, and then your brain, like uh, sometimes erroneously, will be like, "Oh, she's flirting with you. You should flirt back," and then it'll <laughs> give you the option to do so, but you don't have to. And so there's this like weird back and forth of you, like having your brain be another character and like telling you what to do, and you have to decide if you should do it or not. Wow. Um, it's really fascinating, and I already can tell. I'm only on day one. And it's like a day structured game. I'm not sure how many days there are, but um, uh, time only passes when you're in the dialogue as well. So you can like run around as much as you want. Um, you're trying to sol uh, solve a murder is like the main part, but there's also little side quests and stuff. But uh, I can already tell it's a game I'm going to play many times with different builds mm. and different uh, um, uh, tactics with uh, each of the puzzles and stuff. So it's really my kind of game. It's exactly the kind of game I enjoy. Uh, the only thing I'll say is the interface isn't great on PS4. Like I can tell the interface will be better with a mouse. But if you can get past that, uh, I I recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think Greg, I think Greg, you'd enjoy it too because it's like it's kind of a hard boiled detective, uh, but in a fictional land that's very uh, like kind of a, a weird amalgamation of France and Russia. Um, oh, and there's no. like a lot of like communist threads and like oh no union uh, labor disputes and shit like that. Oh no, like, war history. <laughs> and I'm like, Greg, we like this stuff. I'm getting really into that. <laughs> <laughs> Just all those things are ticking a lot of boxes. <laughs> <laughs> labor disputes, and you wake. Is there up any trade the dispute? <laughs> there is. Oh <laughs> man, that was my favorite part of the prequels. <laughs> but the the whole thing is too you wake up like the game begins uh with you waking up with amnesia and so yeah, you're classic you're you're in this hotel room it's trash you're naked you can smell <laughs> booze on your breath so you like you piece some things together right away but then right. you're like who the hell am i why am i here even like there's a part of the game where you look in a mirror for the first time and it like reveals your face and you're like why the hell is my face like that why am i smiling like that <laughs> like it's this this weird like in introspective like self-actualization thing too that's like really fascinating because you wow. you know you as a player learn about this world along with the character because of that so games are cool games are cool i just i i wanted to bring that up because i'm really enjoying it and it's been a while since i played a game that uh, really hooked me like that i have dreams about this game oh wow which is like <laughs> usually a telling thing that i'm really invested in it so <laughs> yeah no doubt Anyway, cool. Uh, that's it. That's how I've been. We have a guest. We sure as do. You, uh, I'm sure have already surmised. Yeah, uh, you're not hearing voices. That is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it's our friend James Evermenko. He is back. He is. Uh, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I was like, is this is he's this my yeah, space to make guest noises? <laughs> yeah. No. As as you know, our policy is yeah. as soon as we introduce you, you're allowed to make guest noises. And uh, yeah, you, cho you chose uh, laser gun air horns. 
I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I panicked. I panicked. I went with a stock sound. Yeah. You know. I was thinking to myself, I need I need a guest sound. Yeah. For, for, I mean, for, yeah, I all of our guests always do a sound. Like, this is a, this is yeah. a standard. This is a thing. We this all is know. a thing. Yeah. Has anyone done a, has anyone done a, a Wooga Foghorn yet? A Wooga. Just did. <laughs> I, <laughs> boom. Yeah, Got you you, you took the me. you took the the space lasers and the foghorn yeah. off the table. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. All Look, you guests. know the show's coming to a close. The show's That's coming right. to a close. I gotta I gotta make sure to get as many off the table as possible. You can't leave money on the table here, you know. <laughs> so I wanted to. Uh, we are coming to a close. This will be uh, your last appearance on our show. Yeah. Um, I think third or fourth appearance. This is. At least third. at least fourth, uh, maybe potentially oh. even fifth. Yeah, you know that I've I've been on a bunch. I was very honored to just keep on getting asked back. I was well, like, oh fuck! After after every episode, I've always been like, oh, they're not gonna want me back after I shit on that episode. <laughs> we definitely had you. Do. We had you live, like in the same room with us, at least once, was yeah. it twice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. Back in the day and when I was we, still living in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, and then we did a a, a, a remote record uh, for. Yeah. Uh, old man and the... and this is exactly yeah. why I chose <laughs> yeah. this episode to ask you to be on because right. this is old man and the sea student and the well, other one was know, old you, man you, and the Lisa right you right. warned me too because you warned me that as the show continued they would make these puns that didn't relate whatsoever t- to the episode because even as uh, even at the last time, I was like, I don't see how this title really totally connects. And you were like, you were like, it gets worse. And <laughs> this episode is a prime example of like that was a bad pun that didn't have anything to do with the episode. And I, it, it, right from the title, I'm I'm mad. I'm not <laughs> mad at this show, mad at the creators. Well, and it just it's not it's not putting me in a place to, to you know internalize comedy. <laughs> to, to put it to put it a little bit of uh, just just a smidge of uh, um, re- respect. I don't know to the writers. <laughs> uh, Give them a little credit. A little credit. The uh, the title is "Old Man and the Sea Student." The sea student in this case is Bart. The old mm. man is Grandpa. That is the at least attempted reconciliation of that they, title they I, again even, but the tiniest they, amount of credit but when did he become a c student like he, i thought he was always an f student what <laughs> when has he ever been a c well to he's be a, fair he's a d plus yeah. at best uh, yeah he's d it's, plus. Exactly. it's definitely just yeah it's definitely like oh the old man in the sea the novel is mm-hmm. what we're yeah. aping so we gotta make it the c student i'm sure in the writer's room they had that exact conversation mm-hmm. it's like well he's not really a c student he's more like a d or an f student it's like yeah shut up Bill Oakley. <laughs> All right. All right. I go do a You're not here anymore. Hey, Get out. Yeah. I don't think he's there anymore. No. No. You don't even work here anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill, Bill Oakley, past and future guest. Uh, <laughs> Hank Azaria wants to practice all his accents oh again. Boy. So yeah. you have to oh shut boy. up. We, um, uh, uh, what, I, what an episode. I know? mentioned what that. I mentioned episode. about uh, 10 minutes into this episode, I was like, this is a very sensitive episode. Oh, very, yeah. it it treats all of its comedy and uh, and, and and you know poking fun with Let's, the grace yep. and aplomb and nuance. Mm-hmm. Thank you, James. You know, I said Michael to my I, of Michael. I came out of, <laughs> you know, I came out of watching it. I came out to 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 fill up my tea, and I said to my wife, I said, you know, the best joke of the entire episode. Oh wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay, on. okay. All you, right. You, you, you well, got to we'll hold on to, we'll gotta hold on to that. 
Also, well, it was it, it wasn't an actual uh, it wasn't an actual joke of of any it wasn't a single joke it was the it was the subtext of the episode but I'll 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 plant the seed and we'll yeah. say stay tuned listeners we'll come back to that yeah we gotta water it we gotta tuck it in under some dirt now give it some sun some light give it some light give it some rain give it some air. You casually mentioned fertilizer? you casually mentioned your wife. Was it, is this a new development? What? No, God, he's <laughs> no, no. I got married in Calgary. Day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We we got married uh, four years ago. So this has yeah, probably come up the last ago. time you were on. Yeah, and I'm just a dum dum. Definitely. But you're not a dum dum. You're not a dum dum. Oh, you, you just you just you know you don't remember my love I, life, and that's I, okay. I did know you you had a partner. Like that. Like, yeah, let's be clear yeah. on that. I just for some reason I thought maybe last time it was referred to as a fiance so i thought maybe the right. wedding has happened since then so that's all i, I think the last i thought time, it would be oh. a fun news story but in it turns out <laughs> it's old news who gives a shit about your wife let's move you know on. what you are you're like um you're like how on twitter every once in a while suddenly a story will surface from like four years ago but it'll act like it's a breaking story and they'll start <laughs> right. they'll start sharing the link and they'll yeah. be like did you Everyone's hear like, about wow, this wow this is crazy yeah yeah and it's like if you check the date it's like it was reported in 2016 yeah, did you, you know? see this donald trump got elected <laughs> This is crazy. What? <laughs> but actually, I think that kind of segs nicely into you just doing, you know, just a plug for your new podcast. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> so I've got, uh, you know, I've got my my old standby friend list, which I'm still doing. I'm I call up a, a Facebook friend every week, and we discuss. It's sort of shifted a little bit in the in the last year, especially with quarantine and and yeah. all these kinds of things. And so it's become much more of a exploration of what it even means to be a friend, especially in the age of not only social media, but isolation and all these things. So I ask my guests, you know, what it what it takes for them to be a good friend, what they think friendship means. Um, and then at the end of the episode, I unfriend them off Facebook and nice. we try and build uh, relationships off the platform. And, and, um, and funny enough, actually, this year has been probably the most successful for like building friendships off the platform. Mm. Um, so that's been a ton of fun. Been really, really, you know, satisfying feels like such a weird weird word to use but it has been a very like satisfying process very yeah. like uh borderline spiritual process you know like it's been very nice and illuminating nice. but then yeah i we we launched a second show uh with my wife jenica uh called raised by the movies where we oh, every week we we it's and it's a ton of fun it's just <laughs> us basically every week we uh we watch a movie from our childhood and discuss how it ruined our adulthood <laughs> and uh <laughs> And we we go through things like we go through like the underlying daddy issues of the movie. <laughs> nice. We talk about uh, we talk about the, the the kinks that the movie has caused us. Um, things like uh, we have a whole section about like the things that have aged the best and the worst, which we call the fine wines and squirts. And uh... <laughs> that's really because funny. it was it was originally it was originally fine wines and smelly cheeses, but we were like, no, we like smelly cheese. Smelly oh, yeah, cheese yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But then we but what we no, remember no is one likes when squirts. You, well, so and this is the thing because we realized when you eat too much stinky cheese, you get uh, the squirt. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Too much of a good thing leads to a bad thing. You, know, right. you ever had the uh, Maynard's uh, candy called Juicy Squirts? No, but they sound great. <laughs> They're really good with the worst name. Yeah. They're one of my favorite I'll... candies, and I'm always like, oh, I want to get some Juicy Squirts. And everyone's like, that what whole, the hell are you talking whole... about? That whole candy line, though, that whole candy line yeah. was named by a sociopath. Like, there's not a single, there isn't a single candy named properly in that entire lineup. Wine gums. Right? What does that mean? 
you bastard. It, it, it makes know. them all so unappealing. Yeah, right? I can when only you imagine. When you drink too much wine. Yes, that your it's gums. like your gums. You become, get wine gums. You get wine gums. I feel like yeah. it is like a like it's. I feel like it's a it, the guy who named it wine gums. It's a like it's a reaction to being like ah, oh, grandpa has wine gums again. <laughs> it's when his like it's when his grandpa does drinks wine without his false teeth. Right. They get and, they get soft gum. but oddly stiff. Yeah, <laughs> and like. And like you, different flavors. You can smell oh, it within ten chalky. feet of him. Sorry, that's probably triggering for a lot of people. They have, a, they have like a they have an odd greasy film to them. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like wine gums before this conversation. Uh, I'm so, we're sorry. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. Those things are disgusting. So what's what's the name of the show? One more Ra- time. Raised by the movies. Ra- raised by the movies. Nice. You, you see, catch it every Wednesday. On uh, on all your pa- podcast platforms, we also both shows are a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, awesome. so you can always check out that website and find the links through there. Cool, and I know that it's going to be a good show because every time I hear about a new show, and I'm like, I wish I had that idea. Mm. I know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. It's I, mean, been, I mean, it's been it's been a blast to make, and it's like. Like you know, if you think I'm moderately funny, you have like my wife is like astronomically funnier. So it's uh, <laughs> if you can if you can bear me, you'll love the show because she's she's a dynamo. So what are all these uh, women? It's a ton doing of fun. We us, just you know, right? I this is I, look. I I have those moments don't, more don't, often don't than like I'm right here. I'm talking about me and Jay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a part of the us currently. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, you know what you're you doing. Know, it's yeah it is something that i ask myself a lot in my quiet hours in the middle of the night where i'm staring at the ceiling wondering yeah. what i've done with my life and where my 20s went and yeah oh. how i ended up with this angel yeah <laughs> uh i was gonna say greg i mean we can just cut all this out and we can start that podcast james doesn't need to know that i yeah i guess we got the alberta podcast network yeah hey you know? we could call it i got it okay the cinepals 2 <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> I got an idea. Wait, bitch. I got a better idea. Okay. The movies that raised us. Oh, <laughs> right. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and then in the movies the movies that raised us and then in parentheses and our dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and here it comes and we just the talk Thomas all- Crowd Affair. <laughs> <laughs> Cruel intentions. <laughs> My God, look, both those are on the list of, of absolutely of to come. I should we, hope uh, so. we, we did the full. We did the Disney Renaissance, and then we did a bunch of one-offs. We did Jurassic Park. Um, currently, right now in June, we're doing June. Uh, we're doing teen comedies. So we just nice. literally last night we recorded an episode of uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, uh, great movie! Yeah, right. Yeah, um, we're gonna be doing uh, Empire Records after that. So it's like, yeah, That's we've actually. Movie. For July, I don't know when this episode comes out, but for July, Today. I'm really excited. We're doing. Oh, really? It's yeah. brand. It's like it's like right out. Yeah. Um. Well, well then I'll. Plug we're not. For, we're for, not for good podcasters. We we record. I love it. The day of. And then that's fucking Craig awesome. Craig scrambles to release it on time. Oh my god, that's even better. That's even better because then we we're actually fresh. It's topical. But like as a as a as a little sneak peek for July, we're gonna be doing all will smith movies oh, so it's gonna because nice. he's the king of the summer in the 90s yeah. right it's so, true yeah. so we're doing yeah, yeah starting with id4 is wild wild west in there oh, fuck yeah it's Hell closing yeah. out the month yeah <laughs> it's wiki wiki wild baby. what a good choice uh, my my wife jenica she can she can do the entire rap 
I mean, do the whole thing. As can She's I. Word for word. As <laughs> can I. So, it's I mean, a staggering I, talent. Can I have your wife's number? I mean, <laughs> what's, um, what's her deal? What's her... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say yes, because, like, if, you know, if you just want to, like, Nothing you know, untoward is happening. I just yeah, want to wrap like, the, the Wild Wild West banter. rap with her. Why not? Yeah. Right? I'm not. Yeah. Right, but, uh, you know, just keep it. Just keep it in the Will Smith sphere. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Will Smith summer catalog. They just want to rap over the phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. all. I want. That, yeah. Um, in all honesty, that is on of the many dating profiles I've ever set up in my life. That is one that has caught the most attention is I put I can recite most of the lyrics to most Will Smith songs <laughs> and I get a lot of response from that. So, you know, no, it makes it. you unique. Yeah. I mean, aside from Will Smith. Yeah, aside from Will Smith. Yeah, (laughs) he's probably the one person who can do it better than me. You still think he could still do Wild Wild West? Oh yeah, I could do it right now. No, no. Oh, he can. Him. Oh yeah. Like, of course he can. Yeah. Without a prompter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh wow. He is. He is a man of staggering talent. There is no question he he could just do it on a dime. Here's the thing. He didn't. He and I'm sure we all know this, but he turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West. Yes. So you can guarantee. That it's stuck in his brain, yeah. whether he it wants it. it or not. Yeah, whether it's a good thing or not. <laughs> he he sits in a cold bath alone at night and just goes, wild. And just Went goes, wild, wild, once upon a time in the West, madman lost his damn mind in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Jim West, desperado, rough rider. He's just no, scrubbing, his, scrubbing his arms, <laughs> lamenting Jada. The dirt's uh, not coming off. <laughs> Why'd you leave me, Jada? Man, that was like <laughs> the biggest news for months. I know, right? Yeah. It was sad. The entanglement. Yeah. Then like yeah. they talked. They talked it out on yeah. YouTube at the red uh, table or some the shit. Red table. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Will Smith had like up. such a like like <laughs> in a weird way like a reckoning. <laughs> yes. Where like he had the whole uh, after Earth like controversy, as it were, where everyone's like, "Oh, you're a Scientologist." He's like, "No, I just wanted to see this movie with my son." Um, and then, like, was not a big star for quite a while. He did Suicide Squad, which, like, I think most people still said he was good in it, even though the movie itself isn't great. Uh, but they that was, wrong, like, his, you know, his attempt to be back in the big, like, actions action zone. And then he mm-hmm. had, like, the whole Fresh Prince reunion where he, like, met up with, uh, um, oh, what's, what's her face? Viv. Uh, original Aunt Viv. Uh, da- no, not Daphne Maxwell Reed is the second one. Uh, it'll come to me. Anyway. But uh, and they had a whole like conversation where it's like like you need to realize how shitty you were to me and he's like I'm sorry like he was like he was uh, going through that shit and then he was going through the whole stuff with Jada and it's just like man Will I I feel so sad for Will Smith every day yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like this poor millionaire <laughs> <laughs> there was I like mean, a- it just goes to show though I mean and this actually kind of doubles back to the last episode I was on is that. Money doesn't buy you mental health, you know. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't cure your emotional problems. It doesn't cure your love problems. It just makes them actually, in some ways, maybe more amplified. Could, yeah, exactly. Then you have a bunch. You have three three Canadians commenting on your love life. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> and then you know, there was like an image that came out of him with like a bit of a gut, and mm. and the internet was like you know did the internet thing about it and i was like leave yeah. will smith alone like i wanted did he to drop his dunkin donuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> i still feel worse for ben affleck oh <laughs> that was some weird like term for getting a gut is like ah oh, he dropped his dunkin donuts 
dropping oh, them dunking. down into his gullet. There's just like <laughs> I, I just know that there's the most Boston picture of all time, <laughs> and it's Ben Affleck. A series of tabloid photos of Ben Affleck going into a Dunkin' Donuts in Boston, coming out dropping. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. Uh, and then sadly picking it up yeah. and walking away. Sad flick is pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Like it's, I, I I'm less concerned for Ben Affleck yeah. than I am Will Smith, even yeah. though I'm well, sure I it's just, similar. I, yeah. I just yesterday saw a great tweet on on the page six Twitter that it was just a photo of him grinning at the cameras and it said the headline was Smirking Ben Affleck leaves Jennifer Lopez's home in the morning. <laughs> I was like, right on, brother man. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, right on. Get it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Do Gigli too. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'd watch fuck it. it. Yeah. Bring breast back. Yeah, bring bring back. we <laughs> want breast. We yeah. wa- wait. Up. No, don't isolate Jersey. that. Don't what? isolate that audio. <laughs> Do a do a Jersey woman instead of a Jersey girl. Yeah, you know, mm. Jersey woman. Mm. Well, she can did, come back. She can be a zombie. Didn't, <gasps> didn't Zombies J- are hot again. That's right. J Lo died in Jersey that's right. Girl. Yeah. yeah, that's why there was a Jersey girl mm-hmm. in yep. the first place. So because yep, J Lo died. Cause, well, because there was a there was a girl without a woman. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I didn't yeah. see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk I, about this I episode, really like, guys. We gotta <laughs> you unpacking Jersey Girl. I think this is where we need to go. This is we're pivoting here. This is a very 2020 thing. We're no, gonna... <laughs> no, I'm not talking about bullshit Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. All right. Well, we are here to talk about The Old Man and the Sea Student. It is the 20th episode of season 10, written by Julie Thacker, directed by Mark Kirkland. Original air date April 25th, 1999. And uh, as uh, listeners have already surmised, we don't like this one. This might be one of the worst episodes we've ever covered. <laughs> yeah, really though. Wow, that's. I think I. I personally wouldn't put it that far down. I would. Okay. <laughs> I would easily put it, was, it as one of my least favorite. Of it's the, at in least the of, like, bottom the pile. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's definitely not. You know, but I. But like worst we've ever covered. I think I. I personally could name some that I like less. Go but, for it. Uh, Bart Carney. Um, the Cartridge family. Okay. Um, uh, oh, what's the uh, secrets of a successful marriage? I like all those more. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's just. I'm like, not it's, saying you're wrong. As soon as I'm you said my opinion, as Greg. soon as you said Bart Carney, I was like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe that's the one. My sister, my sitter. That's another one. But I know you no. can never put that yeah. below because it's got your favorite. That job. can never be below ten out of ten. <laughs> Because of we all know the two story, story outhouse, yeah, right. yeah. So that's instant masterpiece. Sure, yeah. As soon as I watch that, I'm like, ah, I forgive you. Now, in terms of the season, though, is there is there any you would put lower than this one in the season no. that you can think of? No. Okay. With like, and as I was saying when we first got started, it was, I think what's what's interesting about this is. In just how many ways it's bad. And mm. the one that's most egregious for me is the badger plot. Yeah. At the very beginning, and how a good plot <laughs> for the episode just drives off. Yeah. Just drives away before the act break. All thanks to Bart. All thanks to Bart. Parody stylings. What I really thought this episode would be and what I was really into was the idea of just rehashing the Radioactive Man episode, except this time it's the Olympics. Right. (laughs) So like a, a, you know, different 
company, whatever you want to call it, comes to Springfield and it's a big deal. And then our characters have to, you know, try it. Like, so in in your eyes, like the better plot would be people trying out for the Olympics, maybe in Springfield. People trying out for the Olympics, sure, maybe. But I think a more interesting idea is that you can easily. This is a really great way to incorporate some of those stupid guest stars. <laughs> sure. That the show so loves. Yeah. And you can Michael Phelps. You can you can well, at the time, I don't know. probably not. How old but is he? like whoever Elvis Stoico? Whoever yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Whoever our Wait, Summer Olympics though. Whoever oh, right. <laughs> if you're gonna make an Olympics one, actually do it is yeah. my yeah, point. Sure. You know? Like, cause it's actually a comic gold mine. They and you can it. you can make like buildings. You can have uh, you can have athletes be billeted. Like, I don't know if you know this, but our good friend and uh, past and future guest, Camille Pavlenko, just wrote a two-act play about the Olympic Games, and it's a comedy, yeah. which proves to me that, yeah, you can fill 22 minutes <laughs> with comedy about the Olympics, especially but with fertile ground like Springfield and the corruption that comes from the institutions in Springfield and the IOC. You can have yeah, so it, much it, fun it with felt that. Like, it felt like they had used up all their jokes already in the first five minutes by just saying, don't all these countries have funny accents? Isn't mm. this hilarious? Like, that was... That was all you could tell that was all they had yeah. for the whole thing. They and isn't that pathetic? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Big time. That's yeah. I think that's so pathetic. And as soon as they drive away and the Springfield tire fire ignites again, I'm out. I'm yep. completely out of the episode. And it was a visceral reaction when I first saw the episode way, way, mm. way back. And it was the same way this time where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no. You morons. Bring it back. <laughs> Stop. You know you're not going to be able to do a good episode. Shocking, they didn't after that. So you might as well actually go in on this. Like, Radioactive Man, the episode, feels special. Yeah. Because it's about all these people coming to Springfield. Hollywood. And it's about them failing. <laughs> The people yeah. who come to Springfield, it's about the institutions of Springfield sapping them dry and sending <laughs> them packing on their way. Like, you Hollywood hucksters thought you could come in and make a movie? Well, these small-town hucksters are going to take you for everything you got. And it would be <laughs> so fun to see that in an Olympic way, and perhaps we could have, like, an Olympic star get billeted with the Simpsons. That's how you bring it in. Yeah. yeah. You know? They did a olympic episode in the zombie years that we covered on our patreon it's called boy meets curl it's good and it's good <laughs> wow it's speaking of boy meets curl i'm actually doing a rewatch of boy meets world at the moment nice. and i'm in season five and i gotta say it's great are and they, everybody should watch boy meets world because season five are they in college by now in season five not yet they're okay. in their senior year of high school and actually Corey just had a little bit of an emotional uh, affair with Linda Cardellini, of all people. What? And what? Linda, I mean, I can't Linda, blame him for that. Yeah, Linda no kissed him <gasps> and then wrote him a letter explaining all her feelings about him. But Aww. when they went to get onto the bus to leave the ski lodge that they were at, the letter fell out of her bag and Topanga found the letter. No! And that's where they ended the episode. No! So it's like an emotional <laughs> cliffhanger. Yeah. Outrageous. Is, uh, this, is that show still good? I loved it growing up. <laughs> It's um it's, it's like, very hit or miss for my yes. last rewatch, but yeah. Yeah, the yeah. first the first two seasons especially are 
dynamite. Like the the I, I would even probably say even to the third season are like they're so good, they're so energetic, they're funny, they're very sentimental, but it's very light, so it feels good, especially in now times, you know, yeah. where it's like <laughs> this is very low pressure, low risk. It's just like morals, you know. But then as they get older, they get into this weird quasi Mormon mentality of like promise rings, and they're always going to be together, and it gets it becomes, very bizarre. Oh. Yeah, it becomes more of a soap opera. The yes. older they get, because they lean yeah. into the drama a lot more versus right. the like wacky yeah. comedy. Because like when they first start the show, Corey's a little kid, and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, ah, he's a goofball," and like, "Look at him dance" and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, once he's older and like in college, he's like, uh, "Topanga, I don't know if I love you anymore." And it's like that's yeah. like ninety percent of the plots. That was Ooh. a really good Corey Matthews, by the way. <laughs> how how many seasons of this show are there? Seven. I want to say seven. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Right. I oh. think seven. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we're on our we're on their senior year, and I know there's two more seasons left. So yeah, it's yeah um, and yeah yeah, I, yeah that was my recollection. That was two years in college, um, mm-hmm. so that would make sense. But there's still even even in the dark years, there's still a lot of good stuff. It's just that you just kind of and they're you know they're like this where they're 20 minutes, so you they're in a done. Even if it's a dud, you're you're done so fast you barely register it. And writer strong, baby. Hell yeah, writer die, baby. Writer strong is plays Sean. <laughs> Oh He's yeah, his best friend, and I yeah. loved him. He was like one of my favorite characters, and mm-hmm. uh, and then he did Cabin Fever. Yeah, no, I had a best he friend did. named Sean. <laughs> was your name Corey? <laughs> no, I wished it was, because I was really into I was really into Boy Meets World, and I was like, hey, wait, Sean's my next door neighbor. <laughs> we nice. should be best friends. Did you have a like it. a mentor teacher who followed you everywhere? No, that would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been really weird. Ah, oh, Feeny. Mr. Feeny. I love Feeny. Feeny. He's, He's great. Great actor, great character. Also great voice. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he he appeared as uh, as as that voice in an episode of The Simpsons. He did. The show we're talking about. Yeah. So, what about this episode, James? Wait, this, this isn't Boys Meets World again, the podcast. <laughs> Boys Meets Worlds. <laughs> Boys Watch World? <laughs> Boys Watch World. That's better. I like that. That one. is, yeah, that's the punch up. <laughs> so, James, what is the uniqueness about this episode that makes it bad to you? Well, um, where do I begin? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's funny, actually. It's that it's not unique. It, it's yeah. just lazy. It's yeah. boring. And, and it, like, from the very first scene where it's literally just Hank Azaria doing a lot of stereotyping really super racist voices um and and then and then if that's your entry point already your bar is so low and then there's nowhere to go but down they never dig themselves out of it and so it's like i wouldn't call it unique so much as just very clearly the juice had run out like they they were running on empty and there was no getting back on track you know let's let's go through a list real quick of who they punched down on in this episode Mm -hmm. uh wherever the ioc guys from Sure. They, yeah, don't, yeah. they don't specifically make it. Mongolia. Yeah. Mongolia is a bad one. Really uh, bad. Uh, is it Sweden? Switzerland? Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Um, I mean, because like, you got the whole Bart routine as well. Yeah. Like yeah, after yeah. the oh, that opening scene where it's just kind of yeah. weird stereotypes, but then it's yeah, do Bart you, making fun of them. Do you? I will say the French joke is actually kind of funny. <laughs> the French jokes. Now that I think about it, the French joke where they're like, "What's that one? What's your decision?" <laughs> I forget what he says, but he's like, "He's like, what did you like to know?" And he throws the wine in their face that's actually and he says i await your response and then (laughs) wine gets thrown back into his face like yeah that's funny we can agree that like punch it 
France is being punched up. Yeah, like, yeah. France yeah. is not, uh, uh, you know, uh, discriminating people. Like they're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Uh, so you is know. Russia. Yeah, like it's yeah. fine to make fun of them because they're yeah, yeah they're doing okay. Yeah, I would say it's uh, even fine to make fun of Switzerland, but the way they did it is so it, exactly. dumb. Yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. But it's, there's also it's like so there's some, not what you like. There's obviously a lot of old like senior punching down as well. This yes. episode. there's yes. uh you know some uh, uh, like a tiny amount of like female harassment uh punching down mm-hmm. in a sense you know like jokes about female harassment. Um, yep. I feel like there's some others. Homer probably has some. Anyway, it's just like that was well. There's like, there's. There's always the needless indigenous joke of right. The, that was the, the other chief one. Thank from, you. Yes. Yeah. from from one flew Cuckoo's over the next, next, right? Yeah. And it was like, oh fuck off with this. As soon as it, like it panned over and it showed an indigenous person, and yeah. I was like, oh no, like <laughs> this is not yeah. going to lead yeah. to anything good. And it's the classic, no, it's like fun. boring joke of, uh, they run a casino. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's that. That's the thing. Is the two thing. It, it feels like the two things that the writers know about indigenous people is. There was a character in Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> and some of them run casinos. And so 100%. it's just like, yeah. that's like the only joke they have. And it's just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that's been the only joke that they've had in The Simpsons for a decade up until this point. Exactly. That's the. Yeah. And it just gets worse because, for the most part, in the golden years, they just do the right thing and steer clear <laughs> entirely. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. don't even bring it yeah, up what's it? for the most part. Is it Bart to the Future, the episode where Bart goes to the uh, yeah. casino and yeah. gets told his future? Yeah, that's in like the next season, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. And, then, oh. and then they just lean in to the casino yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And in the movie, yeah, they, and have, in the movie. they have that horrible, uh, you know, horrible joke of a character essentially yeah of the indigenous woman and homer calls her boob lady right uh, oh man i bad. forgot about that we did, we did a review of movie. the movie a while back and uh oh, i remember that being really. a big a it's big like all we don't they like this. had this for bad. a whole decade yeah like yeah. from season 10 to 20 it's like all they did yeah whenever an indigenous person was on screen and it was always hank yeah just doing yeah. that voice Man, Hank Azaria can fuck all the way off. <laughs> like, like eternally and forever, he can just fuck off. Like, I yeah. Can, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I the only thing I'll say about that is that uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like he should have had some wherewithal during this era mm-hmm. to to know this is a bad idea. Um, but I also don't think it's it should be entirely saddled on him. Uh, he, mm. when the whole problem with that poo documentary and all that stuff was happening. I do think he overall in the end did the right thing where he's like, I'm not going to voice Apu anymore. And then mm-hmm. the the rest of the staff, you know, kind of uh, rolled with that and then also said, okay, we're going to change the voices of the black characters to black actors. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so like there, there is like a, 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 a uh, attempt at growth and like being better. It's just bananas. It took 30 years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. But also, you know, again, to to give some credit—not even credit, but just like some understanding—to Hank Azaria and the Simpsons writers as a whole is like the world is still catching up in that sure. sense. You know, like in the '90s, I guarantee even us probably wouldn't be talking sure. about this particular subject as much as exactly. we are. No, not at all. Because yeah. 
we didn't know enough. We, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, obviously we were younger, us specifically. I was 12. Yeah, the, like we were young. At the, at the and, close of and it, I was 12. Society so and like, culture has taught us by at this point that like it's okay to make fun of other cultures, you know? Like, yeah. again, not excusing any of it, just kind of like getting a better understanding of uh, where the world was at at the time. And totally. uh, also recognizing that uh, for me, like the the best thing people can do is is do better every day. <laughs> Totally. And so if you're, you know, if you've done something horrible or like, uh, you know, not even horrible, because like sometimes there's unforgivable things, but there's, you know, there's things where just may- maybe it was like out of ignorance or out of uh, a lack of uh, empathy. I don't know. But if you mm-hmm. learn and try to do better, that's the best you can do to make the world a better place as we as we grow. I do feel, too, though, like uh, just just, you know, I, I am in agreement with all that. I just I, I, I can't have a feel sometimes where it's like why are we spending resources to replace actors on this show that hasn't been needed for 20 years? Like, why oh, yeah. not just not and, do and the, the Simpsons show. anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree like, with that. Like, why not I've... just be done and move on and <laughs> I make like new that... characters that don't have 30 years of ingrained <laughs> yeah. racism and pain, 100%. right? Like, 100%. Yeah, like, they should have uh, stopped this, uh, I don't know, now? This, uh, yeah. like, this, like this episode? Like, yeah. This season. Exactly. Because they're going to Tokyo, and it's not going to get better. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's our finale, I don't baby. En- I, I don't envy your your downward trajectory to end this <laughs> show. It's like it's very much a going out with a. It's not even going out with a whimper. It's going out with a. Yeah. <laughs> As we continue f- finishing up season ten, we we get we feel more and more con like content with our decision to end it at season ten because we're like, can you imagine <laughs> if we had to go through season eleven? <laughs> Good lord, no. <laughs> uh um. So, yeah, we we talked about the Olympic stuff. Uh, I I'm in agreement, Greg. The that plot as an idea way more interesting what they, than what they go with. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you realize, oh, it's about Bart doing community service at the old folks' home. You're like, yeah, you are one. <laughs> yeah. You're one of the old folks. You just fall asleep. And yeah. this is where the the title James kind of comes in because <laughs> it's like it's the old man and the sea student. Okay. And they are. And I guess they I end guess up on a boat. They're well. They're yeah. <laughs> they're teeing you up for some sort of relationship story between Grandpa and Bart, which is yeah. in the title, as the title like uh, suggests, mm-hmm. they're going to be interlocked in some way. They're not. No. They try no. <laughs> to make you think that they were at the end when they're sinking, and then when they're being carried away by the Stars Air Ambulance or whatever. Uh, yeah. Coast Guard, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just say that clean and then insert it back in? No, I've made my bed. When they're being carried away by the Coast Guard, they make you think that, yes, this was about uh, Abe and Bart, but it hasn't been. It never was. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea that they're trying to trick you in the last 10 seconds of the episode makes... I think shines a light on the fact that this episode was about nothing. It had yep. no ideas. Yeah, it's it's nope. it seems again like such a missed opportunity because there could I mean we've seen a Bart and Grandpa story go really well, Raging yep. Ape Simpson, right? Yep. Um sure. And they could have even with their weird sometimes continuity, they could have leaned into that. Maybe there could have been something about how well, Grandpa, but you used to be so cool in the in the in the army. I I remember that. Remember when we went on that yeah, adventure? We, remember that fun adventure we went on? But now you're just like you're excited about bingo. Like, come on, you gotta you know. And maybe that's the plot: is Bart trying to get Grandpa to quote unquote live a little, which is what they huh. are doing 
with the entire seniors home you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's such a weird choice because it's always better for it to be a personal relationship not because like we a, don't care about them we don't yeah, we yeah. don't care about uh, uh old old man dancer we, we don't, don't care, care about, about jasper jasper we don't care about uh, shawl lady <laughs> yeah can i come too lady is yeah. that the same one no, no, the shawl okay. lady is the oh, one right. who shawl had the girdle. Is one, yeah. yeah, and then the... Then can I come, can to, I come to lady? Yeah. yeah. We don't care about them. They bar- we barely know their names. They're not even really <laughs> characters. <laughs> They're like, at best, one line for the episode, at yeah. most. And, yeah. then and then you just move on. And then, like, the added, like, subplot of, like, Lisa fighting against Bart doing this mm-hmm. is, like, so weak. It's so weak. You know, because you're just like, what? like, what's your problem, Lisa? Like... Like Bart wants them to go outside and have like fresh air, and you're like, no, they gotta stay. And that's like not a good Lisa character no. choice. No. And why is she the one coming after him <laughs> on the boat? Why is it an adult? <laughs> it doesn't make any. It really does. I know it's a cartoon, but for real, like, like even yeah. if you had Skinner be a bigger part of it, maybe. And it's Skinner yeah. and Lisa coming after. You know that what I makes mean? more like, sense. That could work. Skinner has to be there to show some sort of authority. And also, the paddle boat Lisa uh, took over is got two seats. It's got two seats. Where's the Where's, where's the, the nurse? other person? <laughs> like I, I thought it should like because there's a they they do you ever try a, to paddle a paddle boat on your own. It's impossible. It's, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's real hard. You'd I be, never have. You'd be I'd, best. You'd be better off been sitting on, on the console. Boat. You've oh. never been on a pod? No, oh, they're so to. fun. They're great. In oh, the- man. Go down to Bonez <laughs> Park this summer. Get yourself a paddle boat. Find yourself a friend. Yeah, see there, I don't, right I don't there, know. right there is the is the problem, <laughs> I was James. Gonna say, I, don't, I can't help you with that part, but for the front half of it, you just go down to Bonez Park, you rent yourself a boat. Yeah. I can't oh, imagine it's very expensive. It, isn't it weird how uh, we both found loves who love us? Yeah, oh, what a that's just normal part of life, though. We all accept that we have partners we can rely on. I don't accept I, it. What? I feel lucky every single day. Exactly. And I was going to say, you know what? I challenge you to just call up someone. Just anyone. Just right say, now? hey, random friend. Well, Maybe Just after right the recording. <laughs> Go but for like, Holly. She like, always wants but, to hang out with friends. You know what? After, no, know. after the recording, <laughs> pull up your Facebook, find a friend and say, hey, you, we're going paddle boating I'm this be- summer. I'm being very facetious. I I have many friends who I'm sure would love to go paddle boating. I like to lean into my, my loneliness bit. <laughs> Change right? it out of the jean shorts, though. <laughs> Into like, yeah. into like athletic shorts, just in case you fall oh, in. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought you were just like gonna rag on my jean shorts. Like, no, I'm not ragging on your cord. Um, <laughs> no, because it'll be so uncomfortable if you get wet. Yeah, yeah no, if you fall right. in yeah. and no, you're I wearing would, denim, you might as well be wearing an anchor. I definitely would rather wear uh, <laughs> either swimsuits or better shorts. Yeah, if I was. I will going say, on the water, I will 100%. say uh, one thing that I haven't demonstrated, uh, shown you guys since since the last time we spoke is uh, I have been living most of quarantine in what we have lovingly called cabin rules. Which what? is <laughs> which is all swimsuits all the time, oh, baby. Oh yeah, the best. Hey, that sounds great. The best. This is the thing. The best thing about a swim about wearing swim trunks is, especially for for men's swimsuits, their pants and underwear in one. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> and oftentimes so you actually save on laundry, <laughs> and you get a bonus of comfort. Oftentimes, I I just want to jump on this train here because I think you're great. Uh. Oftentimes, the shorts, like the the swim trunk shorts, have more pocket storage than normal shorts. Exactly. Counterintuitively, exactly. but it's true. It really, 
And I'm telling you, and I'm, you know what? Yeah, you can you can just rules, jump into the shower with your trunks on, and <laughs> That's it's just like it. you just you put them through the laundry. Then you're, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's <laughs> it's literally cabin I, laundry. Yeah, you know because I if really, you're at the cabin, you just jump in the lake. That's right. right? But but yeah. here you just jump in the shower instantly. Hold back your tears. <laughs> I really want our listeners, especially our young listeners, to know. Swimsuits are not a good substitute for shorts and underwear. Cabin rules, baby. <laughs> and showers are not a good substitute for laundry. Please, please have good hygiene. Or they are. We're not the boss of you. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know me, Alan. You don't know my body sweat. Yeah, you know, whatever works for you. I just as soon as you as soon as you announce that, I'm like, I feel like I know exactly what that room smells like right now. Uh, <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> Whatever you're imagining, it's worse. Make it worse. Make it more plasticky. <laughs> the fan's not even on, for God's sake. All right. I know. It's uh, awful. <laughs> Thank you for just keeping a hot the fan box off. of sweat. Uh, we, I was just trying to protect our sound yes, quality. No, we, appreciate, we appreciate that. We appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> um, wow, now that I've derailed you again, I'm sorry. That's uh... Oh, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, so paddle boats. <laughs> yeah, Lisa arrives on a paddle boat. I just wanted to say real quick, I uh, because yes, it's true, I've never been on a paddle boat, but I remember growing up in Lethbridge uh, at the lake there was little swan paddle boats that I'd always yep. see people oh, on, and I just stare at them in like, in want. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because my my family oh, never I... wanted to rent one, right? So I never got right. to do that with my family. And then when I was you know older, uh, my friends were like doing other shit. I don't know. I it's mm. true. I I probably could have been like, let's go on a paddle boat. And I'm sure someone would have said yes, but I I was a nervous young boy. I'll tell you mm. the only reason I've been on one is because. A uh, member of my family, my uncle, had built a cabin out in uh, northern Ontario on the lake, managed to buy himself a, a pedal boat, and it was just a fun thing to, like, you know, pedal out to the dock mm-hmm. that he that, that they all built mm-hmm. in the middle of the lake and jump off of that and then pedal back. Uh, or just, you know, do a lap Hell of the yeah. lake. It was just a thing to do because, you know, it yeah. was the 90s and we didn't have internet out <laughs> yeah. at the lake. Because there was uh, nothing to do, yeah. so you were like, yeah. "I guess I'll just paddle around all day." And you know, he eventually <laughs> got um, it really was. <laughs> he eventually got bicycle boats. Those are weird. Which is basically you ride you ride a bicycle frame, uh-huh. but the wheel is a is like a pedal. Oh yeah, okay, it's, yeah. They're like on pontoon, yeah. right? They're like yeah, on yeah. floaters. Yeah, and yeah, we would yeah. we would go out to the to the to the deep part of the lake, and we would do some bass fishing out there. Oh, wow. yeah. sell some big billy basses. Uh, yeah, they were actually kind of small, All but right. you know small we got them. Bass. We got them. Yeah, <laughs> bicycle bass. All named Billy. Fishing. Yeah, every single bass <laughs> you catch is named Billy. <laughs> <laughs> or a or a variation thereof. Yeah, <laughs> Billiam, 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 Billo, Bilbo, Bill, Wild Bill Hickok, Fat Billy, <laughs> Skinny Billy, <laughs> Bilson, <laughs> Bilson, yeah. <laughs> Body positive Bill. Body positive Bill. <laughs> yeah. Built Bill. License to Bill. Bill. License to Bill. License to Bill. <laughs> Bill Pickle. That's it. Bill. Pickle. <laughs> and Seed. <laughs> oh man. Um. So let's let's talk about seniors. 
Okay. What about? Because <laughs> most of our, I, I assume most of the interactions that a lot of people have are with their own grandparents. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents uh, are all past R.I.P., um, but, uh, you know, when they were alive, of course, yes, yeah. that, that was my biggest interaction with old folks, as it were. Um, uh, have you guys ever been to like an old folks home? Like, uh, like the Springfield Castle? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not loads of times, but maybe like twice, three Cause times. Because I feel my grandparents were always either well-to-do enough that they were able to live alone still, or... They were s- too sick to be in an old folks' home, so they were just mm, in the hospital. So I would, right, I've right. never really experienced a, a home like this, where it's like a communal communal kind of living situation. It's either hospital yeah. or they had their own their own place. So yeah, my, the Springfield uh, Retirement my, Castle seems like uh, living hell for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My 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 grandma, my last grandma, passed away in a in a senior home like that. Um, so I spent a lot of time with her in there. But then I also. In university, I did a lot of uh, remembrance theater with my school, with my class, because I was in applied theater. And so we would go to seniors' homes and we would interview them, and then we would use those stories as inspiration to create plays. And then we would do the plays for the seniors' homes. So it was a way to sort of like retell them their stories in a new and exciting and fun way, and interact with them and play music and dance and stuff, right? And uh, so you, it was wait, great. And and it you did like uh, so you. When you say plays, do you mean like you did their, like you you created original plays based on their stories? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. So we that's would cool. do we would do like not like it wouldn't be like one for one recreations, but basically right. we'd like we'd we'd listen to their stories and then we'd sort of dramatize them into fun. Yeah. Like maybe we'd take somebody's story about being like a car hop, you know, at a at a at a drive-in, and we'd make that into like a dance piece so that it would be like a somebody roller skating through the cafeteria while they all watched, or you know, just fun and engaging and exciting stuff for it and it's actually it was through that experience that is why i like to this day i'm so resentful of like the common media representation of seniors homes like that where they're just like dead and waiting to die and boring and they're so dull and it's like go fuck yet again they're just playing bingo go fuck yourself right like go fuck yourself boring lazy uninteresting imaginative writers where you just default to the most stock least interesting choice of how to represent like a really vibrant community that's like very misunderstood right because yeah. it's like oh they're old so they're not useful anymore so fuck them right and it, i just hate it i hate that representation so much <laughs> yeah i have you watched um better call saul uh, I that show stressed me out too much, so I had to oh, stop. Really? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I stopped it about. I stopped it about season three. His brother had just like started blackmailing him. Had like right. yeah, had yeah, like yeah. gotten some records or something on him, and yeah. I was like, I can't do this. It's like it was like it was everything that was hard about breaking bad to process but then ratchet it up even more so i was like i can't i can't do this i'm already losing all my hair i can't do it you know <laughs> well i think it's in i think it's in season two maybe season, maybe even in season one but there's like a whole plot with the uh the old folks home uh where because he uh i mean it's, it's that's right where he gets his he's getting his all big, the wills yeah 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 exactly and but i just there's a there's a little subplot in uh i want to say season two <clears throat> with uh the nicest old woman in the world uh mm. that's like my biggest nightmare when i'm old is uh she has all these like other like lovely uh senior friends and they like go on walks in the mall together they play bingo together and jimmy 
does this whole convoluted thing to make all her friends turn on her so that she'll agree yeah. to the settlement. And it breaks my heart every time I watch it yeah. because this it's nice, kind old woman is just like, uh, girls, wait for me. And they're like walking mm-hmm. away in the mall. And she, you can see her just be, get crushed, you yeah. know, because, yeah, like a lot of... Uh, a lot of older people, they you know, they don't have a lot of friends. That's like mm-hmm. you know a common a common thing that happens because, you know, oftentimes, especially that generation, they have their their partner who they've been with their whole life, and that's who their friend mm-hmm. is essentially. Yep. And then yep. they pass, and then they're just like, well, I don't have friends now. I just all their friends are was, dead. You, you know, know? yeah, like, like they like all that, died off. Yeah. yeah, and that's like that's the 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 biggest fear I have about becoming a senior is yeah. being a lonely senior. Yeah. Well, we make them, we make, like, as a culture, we make them so vulnerable, right? Because we make them, because they're not, they're not useful to our, like, capitalist society because they don't produce. And so if, you know, if your bottom line isn't going to help, you know, Jeff Bezos make another billion, then what do we give a shit about you, right? They're not buying iPods. Exactly. You know, cart them off to some, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. You know, and so I just, yeah, I just hate that. You know, we make them vulnerable, right? And I, and I just, I hate, yeah, I hate the treatment of that. But also (laughs) just, you know, as a reminder, don't don't uh, artificially drive a wedge between seniors and their friends to get them to sign a settlement. That's just a big time. It's a saying I always say. Uh, yeah, yeah. It really rolls off the good tongue. moral that yeah, <laughs> Aesop's fables, I believe there was yeah. a, a, a very fable. pithy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the um, it was the butterfly. Yeah. The wedge the and the lizard. old woman. Yeah, I think it was the butterfly and the old wizard and the old wizard. Yeah, yeah. It was about the you know Aesop liked to do animals, but they never saw when he put a wizard in there. Yeah. You're like, yeah. what the hell? The Aesop? wild card wizard. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> That's where we get the term wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, one of the yeah, first right. recurring right. characters. Aesop has taught us a lot. <laughs> The wild card, the wizard, shows up in more fables than you might think. That's right. <laughs> but sometimes they're disguised. He's actually yeah. what links. He's what links that shared universe together. Yeah, you know, he's that. He's the Fury. He's the Nick Fury. Um, yeah. God, such. See, these are better jokes than were in the than the episode, yeah. and these are lazy Big as hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I've actually gotten um, a pretty interesting uh opportunity in my experience with seniors because outside of my grandparents most of my experience with seniors has been as seeing them as veterans mm-hmm. at, at the mm-hmm. at the military museums right. when i worked there for five years yeah. um, and so you get to yeah i got to see these um these people i'll like honestly mostly men but uh yeah. a few women um who served in the second world war the korean war and you also got to see how how vibrant their just the 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 act of coming to this place made them and yeah. how like they have this this sense of uh community and how this this community truly mourns when one of them passes on Mm -hmm. um and i was like unfortunately i I was there when when a few of them did pass on and i had just heard recently that um over the past couple of months uh, i think it was in march uh another uh, uh another one um just passed on and he was he was a man that i knew uh quite well because he gave the the navy tours the the biggest part right. of the of of the museum is the navy by nature of that's the 
branch of the armed forces that has the biggest guns and (laughs) yeah and we can fit planes and and onto the boats you know that sort of thing so it was a very big area and he had to do the the big tours and he always had like he had such a dry sense of humor like if Mm. you were like if you were willing to that's the thing if you were if you were willing to engage with 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 these people you you understand that they're still so vibrant and so funny and so often we just don't have the the patience because we're not so we're so often not vibing on the same wavelength which is Mm -hmm. fine because that's what happens generationally sure right but if you can find common ground you're gonna you're gonna find some fun it's honestly Mm -hmm. a big reason why i personally feel one of the worst uh like diseases i don't know if that's the right right term but like the worst uh things that can happen to you when you get older is alzheimer's Mm -hmm. um like it's it's the one i'm most terrified to get my grandfather had it and uh you know seeing my grandfather in the hospital with alzheimer's and him not knowing who anyone is like and i'm just like you're not the you're not the same person anymore you know what i mean like it's that it's it's that weird thing because like he's he when i knew him as a young lad he was a a goofy like sarcastic asshole like me and my dad you know like it's (laughs) very much a generational thing like like he's passed that down to my dad my dad passed it on down to me um and so like him in the hospital with you know dealing with that it was just like he's not making those jokes anymore because he doesn't even understand where he is you know and that's terrifying to me and also very sad and yeah and i you know obviously many many horrible diseases and uh, conditions can happen to you as you get older but alzheimer's is the one i find the most uh tragic because it it robs you of the the personal connection that i think is most interesting and most beneficial in life so um instead of anything close to uh, a a sensitive thought in this episode (laughs) you get money can't buy me love can't buy me love covered by some guys nrbq nrbq i think who's that (laughs) who cares who cares (laughs) yeah nrbq which was uh oh shoot i'll find it it stands for something okay does it well and i was curious because i was like we were watching it i was like okay that's clearly not the beatles singing who is it i looked it up yeah there's no way they licensed that and and it was this band called nrbq and i'm like oh i've never heard of them but like they got them on for this episode they must be like a famous band and they're not really, but they were like they they were prevalent for a long and time. They're not. Well, they were they were they were prevalent for so long, but they never had like a hit or anything. So they're not mm. in the cultural consciousness really. Uh, New rhythm and blues quartet is what it stands for. Wow. Um, and yeah, they operated between from 1966 to 2004, Jeez. and then and then wow. either reunited or a new version formed in 2011 to present. They're currently around. Wow. wow. Since 1966. Those are just working musicians yeah. right yes. there. Yeah. yeah. Those are the guys who just wake up every morning and are just like, well, what is the new Wheaties jingle going to be? <laughs> uh, I'm part of NRBQ. But yeah, uh, we get yeah we get the montage of the old folks just rolling in the grass and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and then they go on a boat. And, and is that montage a, a reference to something? It's Hard Day's Night, I believe. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially with all the little, like, the jumping and the falling over and stuff. It's got to be a Beatles movie thing. Yeah. yeah. 
That was my research said it was hard to excite. I just can't say I have never watched any Beatles movies. Yeah. So I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen. <laughs> I love the Beatles music. I don't need to see them act. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen the Beatles time. trilogy, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, that's the thing. I've heard they're good movies, but I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just no. want to listen to their music. I like yeah. their music. Yeah. I don't need There's to something about it that I find off-putting. <laughs> yeah, big time. I'd watch. I maybe would watch Yellow Submarine. That's that seems more interesting, yeah, because it's animated. And yeah, it's, that's the yeah. one that I have the most interest in, which is still very little. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is like a current band similar to the Beatles? In, there isn't uh, one. Well, I know, but li- <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dad. <laughs> uh, nothing compares to the Beatles these days. Uh, rock and roll isn't what it used to be. Uh, but that's the what you sound the, like. The, uh, I think it's less to do with the like the one for one, and it's more to do with like there's no band that's had the trans transitions that they did, right? Yeah. Where if you think about it, it's like you would have to it would have to be somebody who started as a essentially a boy band mm-hmm. and then ended up as like a psychedelic rock band, yeah, yeah, and it's like totally. and like 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 you get solo acts, right? So like you could argue someone like Justin Timberlake, you could argue Harry Styles, maybe like with the way he's he's moved, um, you could say that there are types of musicians that have a similar trajectory but there's there and it's not that it's like there's been no good music since the beatles it's just that there's like there hasn't been anybody who's had the ability to weave through the music industry the way they had the room to a band Um, as a a, as a unit generally finds their lane yeah exactly and like experiments here and there but they don't like transition through genres Mm -hmm. really so I did a like I did a Google search. What current bands are like the Beatles? Uh huh. And uh, I found a Reddit thread asking this very uh, question in the Beatles subreddit. I just want to share with the top answers. Okay, this is always fun. We've just scourged Reddit. <laughs> this is going to end well. <laughs> really, I just really fascinating what, here. What yeah. people uh, have deemed this is a current band similar to the Beatles. Uh, Tame Impala. Nope. <laughs> No, I can tell you right now that's wrong. Do you know why? Why? I've never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Doctor Dog. No, you're wrong. Yeah. Wait for this. Ready for this one? Panic at the Disco. You know what? You know what? I was gonna say Panic at the Disco, but only because only because this is the thing. What they're what this message board is doing is they're talking about bands that sound like the Beatles, not not bands that. That have had a, a similar trajectory. history, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 and that's the difference. I, I, if you're gonna say a band that sounds like the Beatles today, yeah, you would say Panic the Disco because literally the back half of their catalog has just been like, well, what did the Beatles do? Okay, <laughs> let's make that. Let's do that. Let's make that kind of different, but not really. Our our our, our new album's called Crabby Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crab. <laughs> <laughs> Our final album's gonna be called Let Me Pee. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> let me pee. Let me pee. I need to pee. All right. Um That's, you can cut that out. I, I, no, I like man. that. I like that. I'd listen to that song at least a couple times. Uh Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros is also uh listed. The Lemon Twigs, Elliot Smith, who I mean No. I loved him, but no, n- no. <laughs> for many yeah. reasons. Uh Oasis. <laughs> That oh <laughs> well, well Jesus yeah, okay, okay. Sure. so uh, one, one more like, and then well, what did the Beatles do uh, New Pornographers is the other one okay yeah so Oasis is an interesting one because as James I assume you were about to say what did the Beatles do yeah let's exactly. just do that yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. To be fair, on that Reddit thread, they said, Oasis, oh wait, you said not tribute bands. Right. So it was a joke, but I also thought it was worth mentioning. There you go. Yeah. Um, they copied them right down to the sunglasses, too. Yeah, they did. They really so, did. And it worked. The, the big Holy reason shit, did it work? <laughs> it did it work? The reason yeah. I asked this is I was trying to find a good parallel, and this is the best I can do. What if Oasis released a movie of the band members of Oasis going to an Oasis concert. <laughs> like, like they're is that trying... what happens in a Beatles movie? I think that's what one well, of no, the Beatles it's, movies it's, is. It's, um, did you ever see Spice World? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spice World is just Hard Day's Night. It's That's that's gotcha. what it is. It's right. literally the band. It's the band trying to get to a show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, that's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's that idea. It's just like, that's why I'm like, yeah. I'm not super interested. I'm sure it's funny. I'm sure there's good stuff in it. But I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. I... I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Absolutely, and it's, it's made in the '60s. It's probably yeah. gonna be weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they're in, if any of them are good actors. Probably not. They they almost certainly weren't. <laughs> I, I I I would be I would be shocked if maybe you know what I bet you Ringo was. Ring, pretty I, that was the one I was gonna say. I was like, I think yeah. Ringo's the star. Yeah. If you Ringo's if got that part in the pun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got that secret charisma. I mean, look, man. Uh, landmark, landmark character, Mr. Conductor in Shining Time that's Station. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's good in that. Um, he's in Shining Time Station. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, Mr. replaced Conductor. by George Carlin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, that's he, a good. That's. I mean, if you got to replace him, there was someone right? who was original, or was he the original one? There's a bunch of Mr. Conductors. I think Alec Baldwin played him at one point. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. that's later. That that's, was later. that's later. Okay, was that in the movie? movie that yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. Some Shining Time wow. Station facts for you all. I was gonna say I can't believe how much uh, <laughs> Shining Time Station trivia I knew off the top of the head. <laughs> I remember watching that show as a kid, and the the stuff in the with Mr. Conductor and stuff I liked, and then yeah. it would do the like the Thomas the Tank Tank Engine stuff, and yeah. it terrified me. Yeah, that, yeah, big time. Like, like a weirdo no. with to his eyes was afraid. Yeah. yeah, to go with your. Uh, um, uh, raised by movies kind of premise yep. like that was one that i watched and i was like this is scary i don't like these train yep. faces there's there's an episode where a train is slowly like sh- uh uh like cask of amontillado style buried behind bricks and yes. he's like please don't please don't bury me behind these bricks <laughs> and they're like you were a bad train so oh. we got to brick you up and i'm like please don't how does one become a bad train i I don't remember he like maybe killed a guy oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he ran he ran over some poor family i killed a kid (laughs) so they gotta put me behind but we're we're immortals so they can't kill me so they have to just (laughs) lock me up behind a brick me up because i i fear i'll do it again God, he's the, he's the killer Bob of the universe. He's like, I swear I'll kill again. I'll do it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, hey, good reference. Love Twin Thanks, Peaks man. over here. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, big time. It's my favorite show. Yeah. Love it. I knew. I see. I knew that reference, even though I'm sure not the specifics. But I know Mr. Bob uh, because yeah. I watched the first season. Yeah, That's good season. The, the best. The I mean, best yeah, season. it's so good. God. I mean, I, I think the return is the best. That's the thing. It's and incredible. I've heard so, such good things, and I'm like, but I really want to finish the original run first. But yeah. every yeah. time I try to start season two, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's this hard. Is I weird. Think that, There's a know, giant I'm, now. Not to like digress giant, again, but it's like, cool. but yeah. the giant rules actually, <laughs> especially in season three. But yeah. like, the thing is that like, the thing is that season one to me is like the perfect eight episode arc mm-hmm. of just like a fun, good 
90s show. Yeah, it's, with it's, like it's tiny scary, little Lynchian elements funny. here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got everything. It's got everything you need as like a good TV show. Yeah. Whereas The Return is like the best piece of David Lynch art ever made. <laughs> yes. Like it's yeah. just, it is I've heard that, perfectly yeah. Lynch. And it's just, oh my God. Everything you like about David Lynch is perfected in that season. Like it's just, oh, I love it so much. He finally the only did thing it. he needed was more, uh, he just needed more. Uh, oh no, he even has that. I was about to say he needs more sax solos but he's got a sax solo <laughs> yeah. so he's got everything he's got you know, it's it all. been uh, like a nice thing has been there's been some recent uh you know stuff in the news about uh various other male directors in the business yeah. who are awful and like a lot of people have come forward and been like you know what though david lynch is great <laughs> like yeah. he was always respectful he was always very kind he was like yeah. he's one of the like kindest gentlest directors working and it was very nice to hear that like i was just like please come forward with more of that also like i know like not to diminish Big the time. stuff that should be coming forth with bad people but also like also lift up those who do good you yeah. know because like totally. it makes me feel like less of a like the world is a is a vampire uh set mm -hmm. to drain uh <laughs> Well, and it's it's especially relief too. It's it's I always find him to be such a relief too, in the sense where it's like, it's always very inspirational to see that you can make like very aggressive avant-garde, boundary-pushing art and not be a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you you can be you can be gentle and warm and curious as a person and still make very aggressive, violent art. Yeah. It doesn't make you the the bad guy, right? Like, 100%. and you can still be I, a I huge weirdo. Yes. Yes. Without yes. being a but creep. I, just, I yes. love the dichotomy of David Lynch so yeah. much. Yeah. You know, like the, the 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 contradictions almost. There's a video that I saw. It's like a it's like two minutes long on YouTube, and it just shows like, and it's I think it's like David Lynch gets frustrated. Uh, I think I saw this. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. he's just like he's got the script in his hand, and he's like yeah. he's got his legs crossed, and he's got his cigarettes, <laughs> and he's like yeah. he's doing the thing that David Lynch does, and he's like, yeah, it's an it's impossible to make. To make to make television because there's there's no room for play. We'll we'll yeah. be in the red room for 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 hours, and I want to try these various different shots. And don't you come to me telling me that we've got to move on because I'm here to play, and that's why that's fucking why I didn't stick around last time because there was no room for play. So we're gonna play. And he smokes a but little bit more, and he's like. Don't tell me what's in the script. I know what's in the script. We're gonna I play. know. I know. He's got the see, best voice. His, I love uh, voice. Oh my god! Have, did you ever see his uh, the? I don't know if it was real or not, but it was billed as his iPod commercial. No. And he's like, anyone. He's like anyone who would think they're watching a movie on their iPhone is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes, How I've the seen fuck? that. How the fuck could you ever watch a movie on a screen so small? <laughs> you know? oh, beautiful. It was meant beautiful. to be seen on the big screen. <laughs> God, I love him so much. Oh, I'm glad oh, we all man. got one in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the one I thought you were talking about was there was one uh, around this time when people were talking about how like good of a director he is as a person. Uh, someone shared a video, a short, very short video that's like, um, even when he did get angry on set, he wasn't angry at people. He yeah. was angry at yeah. the situation. Yeah. And so sure. like, there's a, a, a shot of him in his director's chair out in a forest somewhere. And he's just like, he's like, you hear a smash off screen. And he's like, the hell was that? Was that the bottle? Was that the one bottle we have? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We need to get another bottle. bottle. <laughs> 
and it's great. I'm just like, yeah, that's understandable to be frustrated yeah. about that, but don't yell at yeah. a person, and he doesn't. He's just like, this sucks. Yeah. Was that enough? Was that the one bottle we? <laughs> yeah, that's frustrating. That's a good call, David. It was my one bottle. <laughs> the prop. We brought one prop bottle for a reason. Not to get smashed. We're going to have to drive all the way back to Circus and get us a prop bottle. Where's my strobe light? <laughs> He's so old. Oh, God He's bless such him. an old man. All right, David, you're going to need oh to take God. off your unicorn costume while we got a new bottle. <laughs> Don't you tell me what the fuck I'm going to be doing here. <laughs> So the Simpsons. Uh, yeah. So the Simpsons. The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, you know, there's that. The reason I did that unicorn bit is because there's that Simpsons bit where he's watching Twin Peaks and he's like, "Yes, brilliant, brilliant." I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. That's one of my <laughs> favorite bits in the Simpsons of all time. It was yeah. before I watched Twin Peaks, and it still is because so that's basically it. That's yep. that's <laughs> the gist of all three seasons of Twin Peaks. Just. Yep. I'm having really? so much fun, and I don't know why. Yeah. And David Lynch <laughs> is a senior, 75 years old. He sure is. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he's, he's threatening to make these... another movie. Yes, he just started <laughs> filming, actually. He just started filming. So he's actually, he actually doing he... it. Oh, I thought, yeah. I honestly thought, because I know this is like, we should or be talking about the rumor. Simpsons. They're all saying he is filming now. but <laughs> the, the reason I thought he might not was because Inland Empire was 2006, right? Yeah. And then it, he went 10 years nothing and yeah. then the return comes out he nails it everyone yep. loves it it's 18 hours of pure lynch madness and i'm yep. like that would be a really great thing to retire on mm, but if time. he's got one more in the can then i'll watch well, he it did have uh he did have that great little short with him and the monkey oh yeah the netflix uh, thing yeah, I loved that one where it was him, him playing both parts. I loved it so much. <laughs> so apparently he's he's working on a, a project. It's not a movie though. It's going to be a thirteen-episode yeah. series. Okay. Uh, working titles: Wisteria and Unrecorded Night. Yeah, there's like okay, that some people. Great. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. It sounds it sounds is super exciting. I've been I've been following like because he doesn't talk about anything on like his social media. He does these beautiful things where he's just like it's eight a.m. here in Los Angeles <laughs> yes. and the sun is shining. <laughs> the I David hope, Lynch weather you, report. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope you have a great day. Bye. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what a cool guy. Oh, he's the best, and he always does. Uh, he always does. Uh, uh, it's Friday update. He's always like, "It today is Friday." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but, but he has since because you know he he did like what I did. He grew out his beard for quarantine, and uh, he's very very recently shaved it and gotten a haircut. And so everybody thinks that's a sign that he's started filming. Right. right. Yeah. Because he's got to go to work. Exactly. You gotta go to work, David. Okay, now time to shave. <laughs> it's so fun. God, it's so fun to talk like him. Oh my it's god! Right. I know. Could it's you so imagine addictive. just having that voice? That's just right. That's just how you talk. <laughs> that's just how you talk? 
<laughs> okay, if, now like, everyone take me serious now. <laughs> what if like one day he like he comes out for a press conference? He's like, "All right, welcome to my press conference. I'm here to tell you that this is my real voice." <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh shit, it's been a long con." <laughs> he's just yeah, he's I been like putting his voice on his whole life. Honestly, I can't believe you all bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it such a weird voice. I don't know why joke. do you think someone would talk that way. It was a joke that I started doing for the tour of the for the press tour of the Elephant Man, and you all you fucking idiots, <laughs> you all suck. <laughs> He's just laughing just his way to middle the finger, yeah. middle fingers up, walks out of the room. Gonna go hang out with my best friend Michael Bay now, you fucking idiots. <laughs> and, I, and I'd also like to announce Twin Peaks: The Return, The Return. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sign me oh, up. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just the second coming. Mainline right. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick it um, to my veins. So to bring it back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we have Homer's uh, B plot. Yeah. With the springs. Uh, wow. We're still we're still working our way through this. Well, no. I just want to mention this plot because we've <laughs> talked about the Olympic plot. We've talked about the old person plot. We just have to talk totally. about this plot a little bit. Um, I mostly just wanted to say it's it feels very like cutting room floor wizard of evergreen terrace uh, oh yeah stuff you know because yeah. it's like him inventing shit again yeah uh with the springs and i don't know i i don't dislike that as a concept uh i actually like the at least uh, in terms of uh, the whole episode i like the the hamburger flipper invention in terms yeah. of like something that would I would believe Homer would invent and then would go horribly wrong instead yeah. of grease fire, uh, and is, then Marge would be very very it. ready with the fire extinguisher, which I love. Yeah. Like she's just like, all right, yeah. here we go. I love that she puts but, him out last. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was waiting. I was like, oh, they're they're holding on that. Are they? Gotta get those that's curtains good. first, baby. I think that's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Second yeah. degree burns. I did. But perfect hamburgers. <laughs> I was gonna say I did like that line. The second degree burns for top notch <laughs> burgers or whatever. First yeah. Two, yeah. Um, but I didn't like the Maggie one. No, it's bad because nah. it's again, it's just it's it's veering too far into cartooniness. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we've also established that they have razor sharp points yeah. at both ends, and he just yeah. jammed him into his baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all over her face. It's yeah, awful. and she's terrified. Like they even have yeah. a shot of her, like looking scared. Yeah, exactly. No good. Something I did like about it was the was presenting the cat in the paper mache. <laughs> And then yes. Lisa, the eyes to move. Lisa, Lisa rescuing <laughs> her cat, and then Homer saying, "Well, since you always hate the first thing I I create, I, I came up with a backup, and it's the Springfield Spring, which is actually quite a good pun." Right. Yeah. And then Bart goes, "Are those the dog's eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty dark. And I just wanted, that is, yeah. and that's one of the moments where I was just like, "Shut up, Bart!" <laughs> yeah, big time. Shut up, Bart. <laughs> I was, I felt that way for the entire first act, and honestly, for the in- I don't like Bart at all in this season. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, no, he's been he he's been sucks. a little Rediger this season, yeah, and not in a good way. Not in a good way. It's too mm. bad. Well, shall we head over to the reference desk? All right. So references we have, of course, as mentioned, the title is a reference to Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. Uh, the Backstreet Boys are mentioned. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. Do you remember? Why? Uh, Lisa wrote to the IOC, and everyone else in her class wrote to the Backstreet Boys. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Wiggum calling one of his rats Rizzo. It's a you know reference to Rizzo the Rat from yeah. the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Muppets, by the way. Rizzo rules. Rizzo I, rules. I like Rizzo a lot. I mean, um, he's here for the food. He's here, and I'm here for the and, food. 
How can uh, you not relate to that guy? <laughs> well, excuse me, Mr. Dickinson. <laughs> Wait, you are not Charles Dickens. <laughs> Charles Dickens was a 19th century novelist, a genius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, great movie. Uh, we have uh, Gone with the Wind for cut, edited for seniors. Yep. We have uh, Battleship, uh, which I actually I I kind of don't like the joke in the bingo hall, but when he says it later with Rule of Three, I kind of come around. To it. I'm like, <laughs> that was kind of worth it for me, <laughs> like that payoff because I in the in the moment I I haven't seen this episode in a long time. I didn't remember. I remember that happening at least twice. Yeah. And I kind of thought it was going to happen again in that scene yeah. uh, for Rule of Three, and then it didn't. I'm like, oh well, that's a dumb joke then. But then him saying it again on the boat, I thought was pretty funny. So, I I did also like that the seniors all really liked that joke. Yeah. Every oh yeah, time. every time. They, that's, they that's why he it was does just it. A yeah. Banger. Yeah. You <laughs> sunk my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper's the clown. Um, <laughs> we all think he's funny. Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, as reference as mentioned with the with the chief. Uh, and I mean, just the very idea of springing the seniors has a very yeah. like there's like the, yes. that's the third act of. Of Cuckoo's Nest. Well, they go on a boat in Cuckoo's Nest, yes. right? Yeah. They go sailing, right? And yeah. uh, the smashing of the window using the, uh, which Greg and I mentioned as we were watching, they've already done that joke, but better. Yeah. Uh, with Barney when he <laughs> smothers Homer in the hospital. That's right. <laughs> smashes the window and runs away. Because like they do the right. whole thing. They yeah. do the they whole the music. thing. It's great. Like yeah. the, the horrible moment at the end of Cuckoo's Nest that's still effective to this day yeah. when yeah. Chief smothers Smothers Nicholson. Um, Spoilers for Cuckoo's Nest. If you haven't seen a 70s movie. Up. And picks <laughs> up picks up that huge fountain that everyone's yeah. been trying to pick up for the whole <laughs> movie. And he's like, he does it with nothing. Just breaks yeah. through the window, runs off. And it's great when Barney does it. It's yeah. so funny. And yeah. they also reference Chief in an earlier episode in... Uh, redacted and uh it's very funny because it's like this is a chief he doesn't speak and it's like hey a chief hello <laughs> <laughs> and everyone comes over to like write down notes and it's like what's well, about time someone reached out to me <laughs> which i think is very funny yeah that's a good one um but that's in the redacted episode you can never watch ever again that's the uh homer star craving dad. star craving dad yeah. yeah is it redacted because of michael jackson yep yeah. Yep. They removed it from ah, all streaming services. I still have the DVDs, right. suckers. Yeah. Right. So I can watch it whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we have uh, "Can't Buy Me Love" by the Beatles and "A Hard Day's Night," um, and then uh, "The Hard Day's Night" is also referenced with the end credits with the the album cover. It's bad. Craig's oh, rolling his eyes. Uh, you got the Harlem Globetrotters when uh, Homer's spinning yeah. Maggie around. He does the Harlem Globetrotter Globetrotters theme song. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Do you know? Uh, do you know what that theme is called? Has it got like a specific name? Do you know? I think it's um, Globetrotters theme song. Great. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. He's just spinning the ball. Just take it. <laughs> just take it. <laughs> I thought the generals were due. <laughs> Great joke. It's not uh, a regulation ladder. Using <laughs> a ladder for Christ's sake. Um, Ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall. Um, is parodied, I guess. I love that that's considered a reference. <laughs> I, it, it's a novelty song that exists. I don't know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Try to pick up as many as I can. Speaking of, Pearl yeah. Harbor's mentioned. Uh, I imagine uh, a reference to the film and nothing else. Um, right. Gotta yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> you know that fictional film Michael yep. Bay did? Yeah. 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 Um, it's a love story. You know, that's <laughs> that's what people forget about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> 
And uh, speaking of love stories uh, set around natural disasters, Titanic's also mentioned. Yes, it is. <laughs> or yes. referenced with uh, Burns and Smithers yep. in a pretty lazy joke. And uh, Jack LaLanne shows up at the end, voicing himself. Greg was like, who the hell is Jack LaLanne? Well, Greg, let me tell you, he was a weird... Uh, fitness guy who right. would do like stunts of fitness. You know, in Arrested Development, uh, Uncle Jack. Yeah, it's he's based on Jack Lalanne. Really? Yeah. Weird. Like he's a parody. Did he have? Of... Um, he had like a uh, like you would see like comics of him in the back of, or was that somebody else? Uh, uh, you know, like ads of like I'm tired of getting sand kicked in my face, so I'm gonna do <laughs> his workout routine. Oh, maybe, but that might be somebody <laughs> totally different. I could, it be could be that. I else. I just don't yeah. know them, but uh, yeah, yeah, all I know about him is uh, yeah, he was this like really, he was this like a senior essentially, like he was an older guy, but he was super buff, and he would mm. do these like uh, feats of strength, kind of be like yeah, even though I'm seventy, I can still do this, and so can you if you work out. And it's just it was a weird. Is he dead? I am. He's got to be. Let me double check. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got a very enlarged heart at the very least. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, he died in 2011. So. Okay. Um, yeah, American fitness and nutrition guru, motivational speaker. He described himself as being a sugar-holic and a junk food junkie until he was age <sighs> 15. Um, and then I hate uh, he turned his life around after listening to a public lecture about the benefits of good nutrition. And then he came to believe that the country's overall health depended on the health of its population and referred to physical culture and nutrition as the salvation of America. So he's basically like, hey, all you, all you fatties, <laughs> stop eating so much and work out like me and we'll save America. I don't like him. And wow. he did. He, he saved no. America. I don't like him very much. Okay. And he did it. Yeah, he did. America saved, right? Uh, as far it? as I know. <laughs> Yep. Seems like it's doing fine. Yeah, sure does. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw a whole crowd of people at the Colorado <laughs> Vegas game. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wow. I would say, like, I, I, because Greg and I watched uh, uh, the Habs game last Saturday, where which was the right. first, like, at least in Canada, the first, like, uh, with audience game. Uh, yeah. And it was only, like, 2,500 people, uh, which was yeah. still, like, cool. But then, uh, like, on Wednesday, I watched the Habs game, and right after it cut over to the uh colorado vegas game and it was full yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah it was so like jarring i was just like wait yeah. they have like ev- and i was like are, no one's even wearing masks what is happening <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man uh, so just just last week last weekend was the big uh pay-per-view for all elite wrestling and nice. it was one of the first it was one of the first full capacity stadium shows that uh that america had hosted anywhere and it was terrifying yeah. to watch like because it's like yeah for that exact same reason where it was just like oh my god wear the masks why are you so close quit yelling you're making yeah. clouds yeah. and like don't get me wrong like i'm I, like part of me is again like content and like happy to see yes. it as long as it doesn't you know create more problems which yeah obviously hopefully that's the reason they're allowing it is because they know that people are vaccinated all this stuff like i get it like i get why yeah. things are starting to come back in that sense but it's just it's it's it is just a jarring thing to witness. It's not like Big I'm time. not saying like they shouldn't do it necessarily. Just it's weird to see. I mean, it's either that or they do know it's going to create problems, but they and need they to don't make. Care. They, they need got to take this mm, moment to capitalism. inject some more money into their capitalist society so that they can limp along until the next wave hits. <laughs> yeah, I oh, mean that's an, that's another thing in disco in disco Elysium, Greg. Is there's like some like anti-capitalist overall like 
Like you, you're in your hotel, right? And and you go talk to the manager. He's like, "Yeah, you owe me 145 real, which is the currency in this yeah. world." And and you have some dialogue option options of like, "What is money?" <laughs> and then the guy has to like explain <laughs> it. He's like, "Seriously, it's blah blah blah." And it's like, "No, but what is money?" <laughs> like, like you can push him it. and get him to like really dive deep into the concept of capitalism, and it's it's very Hell satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds fun. Because again, you're an amnesiac. So, as an amnesiac, like, because that's the other thing people are like, oh, you just like forget last night. Because, like, yeah, you smell like booze. But you could, again, you have dialogue options where you're like, no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need you to understand this. Uh, it's great. Anyway, that's fun. Uh, it's all, it all comes back around. Uh, that was all I had for references. So, uh, shall we talk our favorite jokes? Yeah, James, you had a favorite joke. Well, I was going to say my favorite joke was uh, the writer's room for their lack of self-awareness uh, <laughs> by the fact that... Boom! Got him! Zinger! Bring it back, the sound, of the, the sound of the episode. James <laughs> the <laughs> Foghorn, Avramenko <laughs> strikes again. <Got> <laughs> um, but, like, because I was thinking about how, like, so you set your show up using racist stereotypes. <laughs> sure and then do. you have a character... You then have a character ruin the situation by using racist stereotypes, mm-hmm. which then offend your racist racist stereotypes, mm-hmm. and that makes your episode fall apart. <laughs> and the lack of self awareness anywhere in that process is the true joke of all. <laughs> mm. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that 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 moment at the beginning with uh, it's like, all right, we announced that Springfield's, and then it's like, wait, we have one more act. It's Bart Simpson. It like rings yeah. so untrue and a hollow to me that Skinner would do that. Yes. Um. I. I. And I feel like it's an easy fix because I actually like the joke afterwards where it's like, why did you allow that to happen? And he's like, well, it's funny in rehearsal. <laughs> like, I think that's funny. But like, I yeah. don't think he'd stop the person and be like, no, no, you have to see Bart. Like, I think it would make way more sense yeah. if it was kind of like, here's the schedule of acts and they go through the stuff and it's like, all right. And finally we have Bart Simpson doing some, par- like, it, it was just like, it it feel felt more normal and then and then so yeah. afterwards it's like well it was funny in rehearsal but like stopping them and then making sure bart got his act in just felt so ham-fisted i guess yeah yeah, yeah big yeah. time um is there anything in the episode <laughs> uh i guess if i was going to if i was going to if i was going to pick something i guess i would say something along the lines of the uh <laughs> i would say probably Oh God, I don't know, man. Well, let, let's Fuck this episode. Let, uh, fair enough. Let's us say ours, and maybe yeah. you can yeah, agree yeah. with those, and then that'll—I don't know. <laughs> All right, I got it's one. It's not a requirement. Like you could say, there's no good joke in this episode. Yeah, that's absolutely. Fine. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done that because we always at least try. Yeah. To find yeah, yeah, one yeah. thing we can. Yeah. What's I appreciate that about you. <laughs> my my favorite joke is far and away the. I love you. Let's get married. <laughs> yes, me too. Edited for yes. seniors. Then we yep. cut to Hans Bullman and he says, <laughs> Didn't that movie have a war in it? <laughs> and then the then the seniors. The all right, people, you've been warned. All right, you've been yeah. warned, buddy. And then they toss him out and you never yep. see him again. I think yeah. that's he's been killed. So funny. Yeah, we uh, yeah. we're led to believe that he's been killed. Uh, uh yeah. it's Hans Bullman. That's that's yeah. my favorite joke too. I I don't know. Something about that weird concept of editing famous movie lines to make them happy yeah is really yeah. funny to me yeah um they I, did, they did a what? similar thing with casablanca in a previous episode right? they did yeah um it didn't work as well for me in that one maybe because it was it just seems so esoteric whereas this one it makes mm. sense that, like edited for seniors as like a concept makes way more sense and, like, i think it's fun yeah it's like yeah. frankly my dear 
I love you. Let's get married. <laughs> cool. You know, it's funny because when that scene, like when that shot started, I was like, what are they doing? This is just the movie. Like, yeah. why is this a joke? This is the lazy choke. And then they did that. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to agree with you both. That was definitely the the, the joke of the episode. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll sneak in and third it. For, <laughs> for me, my favorite part is the line, didn't that movie have yeah, a yeah. war? Yeah. That's, that's the best like, button You've to been it, yeah. warned. Um, I also wanted to say uh, real quick, the like a uh, honorable mention, as it were, is when Bart's using the vacuum on Grandpa. Yeah. And it's like, Homer... Uh, yeah. Grandpa, Homer, Grandpa, but then the nurse being like, "Don't play with their faces." <laughs> like, just such a weird line. But I think it's really funny that that's like a thing she's got ready to say, yeah. like as a yeah. normal thing that happens in a senior zone as people play with their faces. Yeah. Well, we managed to get some favorite jokes out of that. We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Do we have an episode MVP? <sighs> the vacuum, springy. Springy, <laughs> Springfield, yeah. Spring. There you go, Springy. Yeah, it's just it's so tough. I I'd honestly have to say Homer because he's the only character in the episode with extended screen time that I mm. think is acting in character. Yeah, mm. I think Bart is acting in character, but I hate it. Uh, and <laughs> and Homer just wants to sell some springs, so like I find yeah. it less egregious. So I'll I I'd give him the the MVP for that. Yeah. I, I mean, just so I don't deliberate, I'll I'll second that. I'll say sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two for Homer and one for Springy the yep. Springfield Sprig. Yep, I like him. I think he's a good mascot. <laughs> Springy's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. He's a family <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I'm hold on. I'm getting a Google alert. Springy no. accused of fraud? No. <laughs> Not really a spring. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> He's actually a slinky. Wait a second! Another <gasps> Google alert. Springy's uh, uh, apparently tested positive for uh, doping. Oh no! Damn it! Oh, no. I thought, oh, I thought no. it was all Performance him. Enhancing <laughs> oh, spring no. growth hormone. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> wow! All right. Well, we did it. We did. We got through this we one. Only three more to go. Three more sods to go. Oh, Do you boy. think this is the most time this episode has been given dedicated contemplation since it was released by Christ. like by anyone? I hope by so. anyone in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I could say is maybe some other Simpsons podcasts uh, also right. did sure. it, and maybe we're more on track. Sure. Yeah, because uh, we did like a funner. we did a whole Lynch thing. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and we went on a pretty long bill rant. <laughs> my only goal is to follow my play. <laughs> my favorite episode of The Simpsons is Old Man and the Sea Student. <laughs> I won't tell you why, though. <laughs> Care to elaborate? You have to no. figure it out. <laughs> All the clues are there. <laughs> Damn it, David. Why do you do this? <laughs> we need to find the real Dale Cooper. I'll give oh you God. some clues. <laughs> I don't Pay think, attention I don't... to the color of Bart's shorts. <laughs> I honestly the don't hell? think of David by where I don't think of the, uh, the scene in the return where he's like, it happened again. I had the Monica Bellucci <laughs> <Yeah>. dream. 
And I'm like, buddy, you are speaking to the masses. <laughs> it was, we were at a cafe. And, and, right? oh, I can't believe he actually filmed it. That's so And he wild. got her. He yeah. got her in and she did it. It was incredible. Of course oh, she did it. Like, if... David Lynch asked you to be in Twin Peaks. Of course you do it. You do it. Especially if you're just playing yourself. You're like, fuck yeah. Man, I just, I want to, I want to just say before we go that Laura Dern is the perfect choice for Diane. This is not, this is like the coldest take in the world because (laughs) it's so obvious. And as soon as she shows up, you're like, of Of course, course. Yeah, of yeah. I mean, horse. She's the perfect choice for anything. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. God, Laura Dern fucking do rules. no wrong. Yeah. God, as far as I'm her. concerned, uh, Space Dern. I love her. Uh, so next week, yeah. Speaking of the Beatles, uh-huh. is Monty can't buy me love. Actually, yeah. Oh, do you think they made this episode and they're like, hey, that's a funny title? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's make that. Let's make the other episode, and it we'll call it that. in. And we have wow. a character named Monty. I'm so sorry. We can change money to Monty. That'll Yikes. be fun. We like the Beatles here at The Simpsons. We're almost done. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, well, it's, uh, it's a sprint at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks to James Evermanko for joining us once again. Uh, you can find Friendless Pod and uh, Raised by the Movies are yeah. the two podcasts yeah. uh, he is involved in. Uh, where can they find those? <laughs> Yeah, easiest way. Yeah, no, easiest way is uh, just pull up your podcast catcher and type in Friendless or type in Raised by the Movies. You can follow on Instagram, uh, Friendless Pod, or at Raised by the Movies. Um, and you can also follow my personal account because I've got links to everything there. I am Unaverage Mango on everything Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Nice. If you ever um, do in Raised by the Movies, if you ever do like a, it sounds like you're kind of doing series, as it were. In a, in a uh, yeah, sense. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, if you ever do like Don Bluth, uh, please hit me up. Yes, I you got would love to talk about many Don Secret Bluth films, uh, oh, especially Will Goes West. Uh, Hell yeah, <laughs> give him the laser. <laughs> the laser. Yeah. Final film performance by Jimmy Stewart. All right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God bless all those people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can email us at the Hammock District on Third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can subscribe to our Patreon where we just released a sports episode. <laughs> sports, 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 uh, sports, sports. We talk sports, about sports, sports, we watch a game, and we talk about sports on The Simpsons and name our top five athlete guest stars on The Simpsons. Uh, that's on our Patreon. Our Jurassic Park 3 commentary is coming this month. And <laughs> so $2 a month, you can get all of our bonus content on Patreon. And thank you to all of our patrons who support us thus far. Uh, as I said, next week is Monty Can't Buy Me Love. And uh, we're almost there, gang. We're doing it. Uh, we'll have a full mailbag episode at the end of the, all this as well. So mm-hmm. those, uh, I mentioned this a few episodes back, but those that want to ask us questions, please do so. Send us some questions. We obviously love to hear stories and that kind of thing too, but uh, we can get the best content out of uh, questions. So if you have some questions for us about Simpsons or anything else, uh, please do so. Write us right in. Uh, Greg, anything to plug? You know what? Enjoy the sun. Mm. It's not going to last forever. <laughs> Here comes the sun. Deedle, deedle. <laughs> <laughs> and keep watching the ski. <laughs> 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 <laughs>